0: You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos.
1: Okay, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. My name is Jono, and I am super excited because... I'm about to interview a very special guest. Now, I'm actually on a new platform. I usually do this on Zoom. So, it's sort of throwing me off a bit, but let me get my head around where we are here. So, right now we're streaming <laughs> live into the Facebook group. So, hello, Facebook group, uh, Course Creator Community Facebook group. I've got a very special guest, Melinda, who I'm going to introduce in, properly in just a second. But just before I do, a couple very important things before we get started. If you're watching this video, just hit the like button. Very important because the way the Facebook algorithm works. If you don't hit like now, essentially nobody sees it. And we've got a very special guest, so we want to make sure everyone sees it. So if you're watching it, just hit like. But there's something more important than that. So if you hit like, that's good. If you don't hit it, I don't really care. But what I really want you to do is say hello to my special guest. Her name is Melinda. So just comment below and say hello to Melinda. She's got an awesome topic. And I'll even just, let me think of, no, I'm going to save that for the podcast. But yeah, if you're watching, just comment below and say, hello, Melinda. Melinda, just before we get started, did you have any questions for anyone in the Facebook group? It can be fun. It can be silly. It can be serious. Any Ooh. questions for anyone in the Facebook group?
0: Well, let's, let's go a semi-serious one to link into our topic. Let's say, um, what do you think makes people want your course?
1: Hmm. Love that question. So if you're watching live on Facebook or even on the replay as well, comment below. What do you think makes people want to want your course? That was the question, right? Yeah, close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, cool. We're going to get started. So hello, everybody. Welcome to the Course Creator Community Podcast. I'm your host, Jono, and I'm super excited because we've got a very special guest on the line this week. She's a messaging strategist. So essentially she teaches people who are awesome at what they do, how to actually articulate that in a way that makes the right people sit up and take notice. And most importantly, in a way that compels them to take action. She's got an online course called Oh My God, I Need That, and I think I need that. I think we all need that course there. Uh, So she's a messaging queen. She's a mama. She's a wifey. She's a beach lover down there at Wollongong, not too far from me. Uh, You can find her on YouTube for for new videos there every week. But without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ms. Melinda Kiddo. Melinda, how are you?
0: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Jono.
1: No, I'm uh, thank you for, for being on. Just a little bit of a story for the listeners or anyone know, watching on, on Facebook. I can't remember how we connected, but as soon as Melinda said that, oh, I think I said, hey, Melinda, what do you do? And she essentially sent me a little spiel like that, and it made me want to do her course. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, if she can make me want to do her course. I think she knows what she's doing in terms of making other people want her course. So I straight away said, Hey, got to get this person on, on the podcast. But we'll get it to worked, that. It worked, Glorious. it worked. It, it did, it did, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like every every second idiot online is an expert these days, right? You all you have to do is put copywriter in your Instagram bio, and you're a copywriter, right? So yeah. it's good to see someone that actually um, Practices what they preach and that it works. So, exactly. and that's why I'm sold because you used it on me. So, good <laughs> <couldn't> work. <laughs> um, hey, Melinda, before we get into it, mm. uh, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have yeah. you got one for
0: Absolutely. Um, one that's, isn't it funny how sometimes you latch onto something in your early years and then mm. later on you realize, oh, actually, that's why that was so important. <laughs> so, um, my mantra or quote that has always stayed with me is you don't have to see the first sorry you don't have to see the whole staircase Mm. just take the first step and as a bit of a chronic overthinker (laughs) that is something I have to remind myself of all the time where you know oh should I do it this way should I do it this way oh Sometimes you you don't know whether something is going to work out, but you just have to start moving in a direction. Mm. And, yeah, it's just amazing how that one just keeps circling back and tapping me on the shoulder and just going, remember that thing that you want to live by? Well, here's an opportunity to do it again.
1: <laughs> yes. And I've got to ask, Melinda, was there a particular situation where that happened and it clicked for you? Or was there one thing that happened recently and, you, and that re- re- uh, uh, you, it reminded you of that?
0: Yeah. You know what? Actually landing on um, my specialty of messaging is, is probably the perfect example of that because I was working with a coach at the time who really wanted me to narrow my focus and choose something to specialize in because I wasn't getting noticed in the sea of business coaches online. And she was like, well, let's hang your hat on something that you can really get known for. And in my past, I have been known as a Jill of all trades. (laughs) You know, I very multi-talented, skilled in a lot of different areas. And I thought that would be a real asset to me coming into Mm. business coaching, but that actually became quite a hindrance because nobody realized why they would need me. I'm like, Oh, well, I can pretty much help you with anything. So hit me up. Like I just, I had no, um, I had no real thing for people to latch onto and just go, Oh, she's the person who helps you with X. And so I found that Guidance really challenging to go. Okay, well, what mm. could I narrow in on? Um, but I I understood the importance of it, and I at the time I was like, well, I could do this and I could do this, and and messaging seemed to be the thing that was calling me the strongest. But if I think about how that quote plays into it. I had no idea whether it was mm. going to work out, whether that would be the thing that I would keep doing forever. And I still don't know if it is, mm. but I was like, look, I'll just give it a crack. I'll see what happens when I start moving down that path. And I can't even tell you that single decision was mm. the, like change the entire trajectory of my business in the best possible way. And I haven't pivoted since then. Mm. <laughs> so it must've been the right thing, but I, I had no, no idea at the time, whether it was going to work out. And thankfully, Hopefully it's gone pretty good.
1: <laughs> yes, no, love that. And I, I can share the other side of the equation. You know, I've sort of done I, I live by a similar quote to that myself, because I feel if you if you need the big picture, you'll never freaking get something done. Mm. You know? And obviously ideas, outcomes, yes, that that helps. But you know, you need something to get started. And uh even not, not too long ago, I was thinking of, of putting together maybe a copywriting program. And I was yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. You know, I'm gonna reach out to some people, write some of their copy, you know, ask some questions and about two weeks in, I was like, I hate this. Yeah. You know, I can write copy for myself, but I don't want to do it for, for someone else. Yeah. But then that enabled me to pivot and be like, okay, well, hey, what is it I like about what I do? It's not the copywriting. It's the actual online course side of things. They're selling yeah. the online course. But the only reason I know that is because I had a crack at the copywriting and didn't like it and, and new so I think both ways are cool hey get started Absolutely. maybe you love it or maybe you hate it at least you know you hate it and you can get on to the next thing quicker exactly. than spending you know years or months thinking about it
0: you'll so. figure it out a hell of a lot faster if you just start going down that direction because uh the, the whole niching down and specializing question that comes up all the time for my students and I'm like you can sit in your little cave and ponder and think about it and mm. contemplate and weigh up the pros and cons or you could just pick something and have a go. And then you'll get your answer so much faster than trying to ruminate it up here.
1: Yes. Yes. I heard another good quote about that, but I can't remember it, but it was something around um, clarity comes by action, something around that, where it's like, as as you said, you can sit there and think and maybe you get clear or maybe you do it and you'll definitely get clear. So I love that. (laughs) Um now Melinda do you want to give us a little bit of a, a rundown of what it is you actually do so I've been following you a while now I know what it is you do but someone's watching this like who, who are you what do you do what is essentially what you do
0: <laughs> who is this person um so yeah my name is Melinda Kiddo um and Essentially, I work with people who are amazing at what they do, who have a service that can create incredible transformation in people's lives, who have a course that can make a huge impact, but who struggle to actually find the right words to articulate the value of that offer, who struggle to find the right words to catch the attention of the right people and compel them to actually do something about it. So I guess I've always been that that person who knew how to, Use the right words to get results. You know, like back in my corporate days, I was the person that would people would come to and say, "Hey, Mel, can you help me craft the email to Betty in accounts to get her to pay the damn invoice already?" Like, and I'm like, "All right," and I would just, you know, that polite but witty and charming response mm. that gets the result, without upsetting too many people along the way, or you know, help mm. helping my friend to craft the perfect reply to the guy on Tinder. So, you know, it's it's words are really powerful, and mm. we really need to understand what language we need to draw from that catches the attention of the right people, makes them take notice, and helps them to realise why taking action on your course is something that should be such a no-brainer for them. And I think this is one of those skills that tends to be overlooked, Mm. particularly in this whole launch strategy, course Mm. building thing, where people are so focused on, okay, what's the best launch strategy and Mm. what's the best tech platform and what's the best... And I'm over here going, okay, so tell me about your course. Mm. And a lot of people struggle to answer that question in yep. a way that makes me go, oh, like I need that. So
1: yes, love that. And a few things going on there just before we go any deeper, I just want to remind anyone watching on Facebook and on the podcast as well. If that interests you, Melinda's actually got a five week boot camp starting up in a couple of weeks time. So I recommend five everyone days. jump on that. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. <laughs>
0: Five days, not five weeks. Oh, sorry, admit. sorry,
1: sorry, my bad. Sorry, sorry, five days. couple weeks, I mean, I got confused weeks and days. Sorry, a uh, couple couple weeks, right? Five days.
0: A five-day boot camp. Um,
1: oh. oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so Melinda's got a five-day boot camp, which is kicking off in a couple of weeks. If this sort of stuff interests you, it's free. So if you're watching on Facebook, just comment boot camp down below me or Melinda will get you over the details. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll put it in the show notes, but uh, I agree hundred percent. It's such an important skill. There's so many things going on there. Like just do this free thing, learn a few things from Melinda and and go from there. Uh, And also I'm curious if you're watching on Facebook, do you resonate with that at all? Are you someone that's like, my course is awesome, but people don't buy it. You know, I I tell them something, and you know they just they, they don't get it, or they say they're going to do it, and they don't get it, or they're not interested, or no one clicks. But my thing is awesome. What's going on? It's probably your messaging. It's probably not your funnel. It's probably not because you're using Kajabi instead of Click Funnels or whatever it may be. It's probably the messaging. So I love that you've uh, you've brought that up there. Now, what I was hoping to do, Melinda, is is getting to some of these tips. I was hoping you could give us maybe three. Three is always a, a good number, right? Someone's okay. watching this and they're like, "You know what? I need to get better at this messaging stuff. Just where do I start? What are what are some tips you can give us there?"
0: I guess one of the really important things that you need to connect with is what I call the why should I give a shit factor
1: mm, yes love <laughs> <So> it you, <laughs> wait just, you... just quickly there Melinda uh, teed that with me before I was, I was like that's a weird question she's really like Johnny do you mind if I say shit on your podcast and I'm like that's the weirdest question I've ever had but go for it but now it makes sense sorry you continue know,
0: <laughs> just got to test the boundaries but you know especially when it's one of your core teaching points <laughs> yeah so it's it's really important to consider why should your potential students give a shit about your course? And it's not because you run six modules uh, and that you do them on Zoom and that there's weekly worksheets and all that kind of thing. And quite often when I connect with somebody and I say, okay, so tell me about your course, that is the first answer that I get. All right, Mm. well, it's 10 modules. We have weekly Zooms. um, There's worksheets. and, And I'm like, okay, great, good job. However, I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: (laughs) Said with love, that doesn't make me want it. I'm not like, worksheets, yes, like sign (laughs) me up. That's not what actually compels people to take action. What compels people to take action is them realising like, oh, my God, that's exactly what I need. Mm. And so you really need to consider what is it about your thing that will make somebody want it? And not just anybody, what will make the exact type of person that you're trying to attract want it? Mm. And, you know, there's a whole lot of fluff and worksheets and questionnaires about settling on your ideal client avatar. And I see a lot of people going, yeah, yeah, I've done my ideal question. Like, I know who my ideal client is. I'm like, okay, great. So why don't you know how to talk to them? Mm. And we filled out all of these questionnaires about what colour underwear they wear <laughs> and what, like, whether they like their eggs over easy or sunny side. How many
1: brothers they have. And
0: Yeah. And awesome. Like, great that you've just invested three hours filling out a completely pointless questionnaire. <laughs> but my real, the, the bit that I want to get out of an ideal question, client questionnaire is what does this person care about? what is going on for them right now? Mm-hmm. What is that conversation that is going on in their head that is pissing them off, that is upsetting them, that, is, that they're struggling with? And it's not, <laughs> you know, sometimes we'll go down that part, like, hey, what's, what's this person really struggling with? And I'll get answers like, oh, they're really out of alignment or yeah. they're not clear on their values. Yes. or And I'm <laughs> like, how many people are lying there awake at night just going, if I could just <laughs> be clear on my values, like my whole life would be, no, that's not what they're thinking. And so that's where I kind of find a lot of these ideal client questionnaires and stuff really miss the mark because we're not getting to the crux of what matters to this person, what they're struggling with, what's going on for them right now, and what they ultimately want instead.
1: Yes, I love it. Wow. Now, that's so much good bits of information there. What I'd recommend if you're listening to this on the podcast or on Facebook even on the replay, just stop and watch that like five times. (laughs) Because Melinda just yada yada off like about 10 different. I was trying to, I couldn't even keep up writing notes, you know, just those questions that she said there, you know, just a couple of them that I, I managed to to write down here was what do your clients care about? What do they want? What keeps them up at night? They're probably even, you know, go, Melinda probably even said better stuff than that. But even if you answer those three, and actually I'll, I'll even challenge everyone watching this on Facebook, even comment below and let us know. And are you okay, Melinda, if you even. Not criticize, but maybe oh. give some feedback. Is is that okay? Like
0: that's my favorite thing to do.
1: <laughs> so you gotta be brave to do this, right? Only comment below if you're and it's free coaching. Melinda's basically giving yeah. you free coaching if you comment below and help on your messaging. So I recommend if you're watching on Facebook, comment below. And what would be the best, Melinda? Should they just say, what do you think what do you think your client cares about? If people answered that question, is that enough to you to give some feedback and that sort of thing.
0: Well, let's look at two really critical questions. Okay. What what are your people struggling with? Yep. And just as a hint, it should be something that your course can help them solve.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> they could be struggling with a lot of stuff, but let's mm-hmm. just narrow it in. And you have a course, what what kind of problem or what kind of struggle is your ideal client experiencing right now that your course can help with? Mm. So, what are they currently struggling with? And what do they really want instead? Mm. If I can give you a quick analogy just to to help paint this picture in people's minds, I want you to imagine a really long canyon and there's tall cliffs either side. And your ideal client is currently standing right on the edge of one of those cliffs. And that side of the cliff represents their current hell. It represents that shitty place that they're in right now, that frustration, that annoyance, that, that difficulty that they're having. And they want to get out of that situation. If they're staring across the canyon at the other side of the cliff, that side of the cliff represents their heaven. That side of the cliff represents what they would wish for if a little magic wand was placed in their hand. Like if Mm. I could just wave that wand and fix this problem that I'm experiencing right now, what would I want it to look, what would I want my life to look like instead? Mm. So they're standing on the hell side of a cliff and they're gazing longingly out across at the, hell, the the heaven side of the cliff. And this is where you come in because your course becomes the bridge between the two. Mm. But what I see a lot of people doing is they go, I have the best bridge in town. Come mm. by my bridge. This is an amazing bridge. Wow. Right? We you leave like it with your words. <laughs> what I do, Jono. <laughs> No, it's We lead with that bridge, right? Mm -hmm. We lead with our solution or with our thing that we think is going to fix your problem because I know you've got a problem and I'm going to fix it for you. Mm -hmm. But how many of us love it when a total stranger comes in and goes, hey, you know that problem you have? I can fix it for you. Here's how, like, it comes in six modules with five worksheets. Like, we stampede into complete strangers' lives saying, Mm -hmm. I have this amazing bridge. But we don't care about your solution, about your bridge, about mm-hmm. how you can fix my problem mm. until I actually feel like you get it, mm. until I feel like, you know, my partner lovingly does this to me all the time. He wants to fix my problems. And I'm like, <laughs> I just want you to listen. Just let me talk. Just let me,
1: like thing. <laughs> let,
0: I didn't want to say, but, you know, you said thank you. You know we we want to feel like we've been heard. We want to feel like we have been understood. And then if I feel like I've been understood, if I feel like this person gets me and they get where I want to be instead, now I'm interested in the bridge that you might be able to offer to take me there. Let's take a quick break.
1: I Heart Radio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. Yes, wow. Once again, so many good bits of info there. Let me see if I can summarize this. Once again, if you're watching on Facebook or, or the podcast, just stop, watch again like five times. This is basically a, a online course you're getting here from Melinda on, on how to message. So <laughs> let me think of how to break this down. Yeah, cool. So one of my favorite quotes, I can't remember who said it, but it's something along the lines of, um, if you can explain your customer's problem better than what they can, yes. they're going to uh, assume that you know the solution, right? Oh, so my gosh, absolutely. That's, yeah, that's a good part of messaging as well, right? How can I, I get this problem here? And I love how you've mentioned that so many people, but even with that, so many people get the problem, right? And um, you know, they, they sell the bridge. Now, let's use you as an example. I have no idea what your course is, but I want to do it. <laughs> just from your messaging, I know that you know you you, you from those few DMs that webston and what you've told me, and just those words, it's like, hold on, you know how to make people want to want your course. Like she she gets it, you know. Like I, I want, I I don't care if it's a, I don't know if it's a coaching, if it's a course, if it's a Facebook group, you know. But because that messaging is there, I want to do it, and I'll just whatever's in the middle of it, I'll just do because it is what it is. And and you haven't even sort of said, hey, you know, my thing is ten modules or. I'm so good at this, and not even really that. You haven't really spoken about yourself. And I think that's another um, key thing as well. You know, where I think a lot of people will be like, hey, work with me. I've got a uni degree and 10 years experience, and I don't really care. But can you help people make, 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 uh, can you help people want to do my course? You can't shut up and take my money. So I think, can I tell
0: you a little story about um, how? The importance of messaging was really reinforced to me. Obviously, I'm biased, but I genuinely believe that being able to articulate the value of what you do in a way that makes people want it Mm. is the ultimate fundamental skill you need to master in your business. And we are distracted by the shiny lights of fancy funnels and beautiful branding and websites and this software and that software. And I'm like, but... What are you putting in any of that? Mm. What are you putting in the funnel? Like mm. we 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 get all these gurus shining all these like flashy lights of look over here, look over here, and I'm like, mm. but why should I want your thing if you can't articulate that? That's it, right? And so my course <laughs> is called Oh My God, I Need That, and it's all about how to mm. get people saying Oh My God, I Need That about your offer, mm. and. I'm sure that many of the people in your community, Jono, will relate to this, that I had wanted to create this course for such a long time and I procrastinated the crap out of it. And I had this arbitrary date in mind that I was about to head to New York for a conference and I was like, what I should do is I should launch it before I go, spend my week in New York and then come back and then start the live round. And of course, I piss farted around and, you know, put it off, put it off. And it got to about three weeks before I was heading to New York. And I'm like, oh, man, like I still haven't got anything ready for this launch. Maybe I'll just put it off. But I was like, you know what, I just I need to get it done because if I don't launch it now, it'll be another few months and I'll still have done nothing. But there was a problem in that because I hadn't left myself enough time to launch this thing properly. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest problems that came up for me is Oh man, I need a sales page. And the immediate thought was like, I don't have a time, I don't have time to make this beautiful sales page like I just I mean, I could write something, but I can't like I don't have time to make it beautiful. Mm. And it's going to look like shit. And then I went, hang on a minute. What if I could actually play into that? What if mm. I could actually use the fact that it's going to look shit to work in my favor? And so I ended up whipping up a sales page with the headline, this is the worst sales page you have ever seen. And it looked like shit. (laughs) But the messaging throughout that was like, I understand that this page looks like crap, but what I want you to notice is that you still want this anyway. Mm. And that's the power of strong messaging. When your messaging is strong, it doesn't matter what colour or font you have chosen. When your messaging is strong, it doesn't matter how many modules or what platform or any of that sort of stuff. When your messaging is strong, that's what makes people want the thing. And so this shitty-looking sales page has just proven exactly why you need this course.
1: Love that. and I'll I'll piggyback off that. When you earlier said that making people want your thing is essentially the be-all and end-all, like I, I can't agree more. Because even if let's use a funnel, and, and I see this all the time in, in this Facebook group, in other Facebook groups, hey, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I have done a Facebook Live every day. I've sent an email every week. I've ran three webinars, live and replay, but no one's bought my thing. Yeah. Chance no, it's probably not that any of those will work. If, you know, I've tried calling people. I've tried DMing people, right? All of those can work. If you have the right messaging, Melinda got me with a DM, you know, some salesperson got me on a a phone call the other day, you know, I've signed up on webinars before I've signed up on live conventions, all of them work if that person can convey the offer there. So anyone watching, listening to this, I'd really just stress that point, learn this sort of stuff, because once you have that, everything will be better. If you can get your messaging in place, it doesn't matter whether you do it a webinar, a phone call, a DM, a, a live event, because you've got that messaging, you can transition. It. And yes, some may work slightly better than others based on your strengths and you know um, your your client strengths and what they want and that sort of thing. But if you've got that messaging, uh, you can you can you can be very what's what I'm going versatile and use any of those there. And also, I, I just want to stress the importance that it's our responsibility as the salesperson to do that, right? You can you can sit back and blame the client or the the prospect all you want. Oh, they're dumb. They're not going to get results. They should have done it. They're going to go off and fail on themselves. But hey, it's essentially your responsibility to get that person to do it. You know, it's, it's your responsibility to, to portray the, the value that your program has to get that person to take action. If you yeah. don't do that, that's fine. You can sit there and blame them, but you're also not going to make any sales. So you're in the the, the down. So I love yeah. that you've addressed that. Yeah. Hey, I want to be sensitive of your time, Melinda, and there's a few questions i like to finish up with, but could sure. you give us maybe one more tip and then we'll get into the, the finishing questions?
0: Sure. Um. So we talked before about the bridge of being able to, you know, get from one side of the cliff to the other. Um, what I want you to remember is that this potential client has a thousand bridges that they could choose from mm. right? If they want to lose weight, there is the mindset bridge and the nutrition bridge and the 30 day exercise challenge bridge. There are a lot of options available to this person that could get them to the other side. Mm. And so part of your um, part of your approach with your messaging, is not just about telling people why your bridge is the best bridge. It's about giving people the perspective shift that they need to feel like your approach is exactly what they need, right? Mm. So let's say that you're the person who is the self-love coach and you particularly want to help uh, women who have been badly um, hurt in the past, badly burnt, and they're trying to get themselves back in their dating game. So you're like, self-love, love yourself, you know, that's how you'll find a man. And great, because that's that's definitely true. But your person is on the edge of the cliff. You need to think about what she is going through in her head. What stories is she telling herself? What beliefs does she already have about what it will take for her to find a man? Mm. And she may currently be sitting there thinking, if I can just lose the last 10 kilograms, then I'll finally be able to find the guy of my dreams. So she is currently looking at the weight loss bridges. She will not consider or you will not be even in the realm of possibility for what she might think she needs. So instead of just saying, come buy my self-love course, you need to help that person have the perspective shift that they need to realise that Mm. self-love is actually what will give them the result? That's the bridge that will actually take them all the way across, instead of the rickety one that's only half built that will leave them plummeting to their fiery death. Yeah,
1: <laughs> love it. Oh, I, keep, oh, sorry, I keep, uh, did you no. have more to go on that? Okay, yeah, so it, I, it's really just understanding
0: thinking. like what's what do they currently believe is the answer, and how mm. can I shift that perspective to help them realize that actually this pathway is the one that will truly get them to the destination they're heading for.
1: Yes. I might even, can I have an attempt of that? And you can feel free to, to, to judge me, to coach me. I'm just going to give a a simplified one that I think I, um, if I understand that correctly, that, that can help the audience here because a common sort of thing that, that these course creators might have is, uh, they're almost competing against YouTube. A lot of people, right? Where it's Mm -hmm. like, you can do the course or you can get it for free on YouTube. Why are you going to do the course? But that could be something to address, right? And maybe if someone's writing copy, it could be, hey, you know, here's your problem, um, this is the problem, this is why it's important, here's why you want to solve it. And, hey, look, you could go on YouTube and get it for free. But mm. if you go on YouTube for free, you're going to get bang, 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 whereas if you do this, you're also going to get bang, bang, bang. Is that how that would work in this situation?
0: Um, I think that's really, you know, selling the benefits of your program. What okay. I'm more trying to get at here is... What does this person need to understand or realise or believe in order to feel like your approach is what they need? And if I use myself as an example here, the majority of my potential clients are amazing at what they do and Mm. are sitting there in complete frustration just going, why the hell aren't my results reflecting what I believe I am capable of? Mm. And so they are looking at all the things they think they're doing wrong. Maybe I need to update my branding. Maybe I need a better strategy. Maybe I need to bounce from Instagram to YouTube. Or they are in that kind of grasping at straws of what is it that is not working? And I'm here just standing next to the messaging bridge going, it's this one. So what do I need to help that person understand or realize or believe in order to go, you know what, screw the funnel bridge because unless I can get this part Mm. right, that won't matter. Mm. So all of my content, all of my podcast interviews, (laughs) any of my YouTube videos, they all need to be reinforcing that message that that other stuff doesn't matter until you get this part right. Mm. So I need to constantly reinforce that belief or give people that understanding or that realisation for them to even consider that my bridge is the one that will get them to the other side.
1: Yes. Okay?
0: So think about what do they think they need and how can you shift that belief that they might have to help them realise that actually your approach, it's the self-love bridge, not the weight loss bridge. Why? What do you need to believe in order to actually be on board with that and go, you know what, you're right. Like, I do need to focus on my self-love. I do need to focus on my messaging. So this is the pathway that I want to take now.
1: Yes, love that. Okay, yes, that clears it up. Thank you. I, I'm not going to have another attempt because I want to <laughs> think deeper and, and go in, but even just with those two things you said there, I think if I could summarise that to everyone watching, essentially that um, that other stuff doesn't matter until you do this. That's essentially the, the message there, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, so if you're watching this, it's going to depend on your course, right? But essentially that think about it, whatever that person thinks the solution is, our goal is to make them think, hey, that stuff's great, but it's not going to matter. You've got to do this one first essentially, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Or it's, it's you know, I'll just pull another example. Like, you know, you help people to set better boundaries. Mm. And, you know, maybe, you know, they're sick of dealing with their meddling mother-in-law and they just wish she would bugger off and leave them alone. Maybe yeah, the yeah. perspective shift is like, what you need to under it's kind of like the here's the thing here's what you need to realize here's what you need to understand yeah she's doing this out of her set of beliefs. she's doing this Mm. out of what she thinks is and if you just keep on trying to fight against that she's never going to change so what we need to do is like we just need to shift what they think is is the solution to go well actually if you come at it from this angle which hey by the way is the angle that i teach. That's what's actually going to penetrate that hard shell of your mother-in-law. You know, it's, it's just ha- what is their current understanding or their current belief that they think they need to follow to fix the problem, even though it hasn't been working for them up until this point? And how do I crack through that and shake them by the shoulders and go, here's what you actually need to understand. Here's what will truly make the difference that you're trying to trying to get.
1: Yes, love it. Awesome. All right, cool. So I want to be sensitive of your time, Melinda. There's a few closing questions i like to finish up with. Now, this one will be interesting. I always ask, being a being a podcast for online course creators, right, I always ask the guests which platform they host their course on or what uh, platform they deliver their content to. Now, we've almost rubbish that throughout and said, hey, it doesn't matter, just get out there and messaging. But I'm still curious, what do you host your course on or how do you usually deliver your content?
0: Yeah, so uh, about this time last year, I moved across to Kartra. Okay. And really love Kartra. Um, I love that it's all pretty much everything under one roof and that everything talks to each other without needing a thousand zaps and mm. without having to pay for five different platforms just to, you know, run a launch. Um, every platform has its pros and cons, and <clears throat> there's certainly elements of Kartra that I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit annoying, but the the pros of I'm saving a hell of a lot of of money having it all under one thing and the fact that it can all connect um, seamlessly and probably more importantly, the analytics that I can get as a course creator Mm -hmm. and a marketer um, are outstanding. Like I can pinpoint exactly where those little gaps are in my funnel and then I can look to my messaging for how I can fix those.
1: awesome yes so I haven't met a um I haven't interviewed a Kantra person yet I've seen it around in different groups and that but you're the first one I've interviewed so that's cool yeah. uh, my next question melinda is around mentors yeah. so I'll ask you to answer this in a few different ways if it's okay the the mentor question is essentially you're obviously a mentor a coach for plenty of people out there I'm mm-hmm. curious about who your mentors have been if mm-hmm. you could answer it in a few different ways if you can you can name two or three people in each one of these categories, but Mm -hmm. essentially one is someone that you've paid directly. So someone that you've handed over cash, you've done their course or their mastermind, whatever it may be. Some is someone who you haven't done their course but you follow them on social media mm-hmm. and you think they're awesome or you watch their YouTube videos, whatever it may be. And then the mm-hmm. third one is in terms of books. If you could recommend a book or two that anyone who wants to, if it can be on your topic of messaging, great, but even just in general that would help a course creator would be good. So mentors, paid, unpaid books, what have you got?
0: Um, okay. I've 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 paid a lot of mentors <laughs> in my time as we all have just, you know, done the roundabout of a thousand different courses. Um One who I actually did buy her course, but I want to speak to your question of um, the person who has just influenced you because her course isn't the primary way that she's influenced me. And that is um, Denise Duffield-Thomas. So I am in her um, money boot camp, but she influenced me in a much more powerful way because she was the first online entrepreneur that I saw who was Australian. And a woman, and who spoke like a normal human being, Mm. who just got on and just had a chat to her people and was totally natural and totally herself and dropped a couple of F POMs. (laughs) And she was the first person that made me go, Oh, are we allowed to do that? (laughs) Because I, you know, I'd come from a corporate background. Um, I had a lovely little play in network marketing as well, where it's like, you know, this is the message. And it was just that first ex- exposure that I'd had to actually being able to jump on a call just like this and talk to another human as another human and that be okay. And actually for that to be the way to win in this space. So that was probably a very early influence. Yeah. Um, there's two, uh, mentors who I've paid who, um, have made a really big difference, um, and i'll I'll focus on one primarily. her name is Melissa Farr she's from the US um, and she was the coach who really got me to narrow in on on my specialty and like I said earlier, that was the pivotal trajectory changing point in my business and I could not be where I am now without her really pushing me to make that decision and uh, she she probably made the the most vast impact on the the present for my business at that time and and now my you know where it stands today so books oh my gosh there's so many and I think it really depends on what you're looking for at the time Mm -hmm. the one that jumps into my head (laughs) right at this point um, because it's it's always the latest one that you've read isn't it Um, the one that is really powerful and hands down the best book I've ever read is Untamed by Glennon Doyle
1: Oh, I haven't read it, but I'm going to Amazon it right now.
0: It's, you know, it's target audiences, women, but it's a really powerful book in general for realizing the the cages that we have put ourselves in mm-hmm. across our lifetime and the conditioning that we have, and giving yourself permission to kind of start to break down some of that conditioning and and really start to live your truth. And I think how that let me pull it back to course creators because I think that's a general, generally powerful book. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to course creators, there are a thousand different rule books, and those rule books are perpetuated by everybody who wants to sell you. Here's mm-hmm. how to make a course. Here like, we we got the playbook from someone, and we learned. Okay, well, I'm going to add my piece, but we're all we tend to be working from the same playbook. And sometimes you are handed that playbook, and you're like, oh, like. I don't like the idea of running 17 webinars and sending 500 emails in a in a launch, but oh well, that's what they tell me I've got to do. So we and we continue perpetuating that thing, and so I like Untamed because it really helps us to recognize where in our lives are we doing things because that's what we've been conditioned to do, and where could we actually look at? Well, hey, what feels right to me, and and learning to really trust that guidance and Understand what the rules look like, but understand them so that you can break them in a way that really works for you.
1: Love it. I've just put it on my wish list here. Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Um, awesome. All right, cool. So Melinda, there's going to be a lot of people watching this that are like, "Okay, this woman is awesome. I love her. Um, yeah, you know, I want to hear more about it. Um, what's the best? Should we join your boot camp? Should we follow you on Facebook, Instagram? What's the best for you?"
0: Well, all of the above. <laughs> um, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Melinda Kitto. Uh, but the best thing I'd love you to do is to come along to my copywriting bootcamp. Uh, we start in about 10 days time and you'll get to spend five days with me. The boot camp is called Pimp Your Promo. And what we are going to do is to figure out how to craft really juicy and compelling promotional posts that you can use to sell your course or sell your offer or get people to sign up for your freebie, whatever your goal is. And so I'm going to give you the ingredients. Each day you'll get a new ingredient for what you need to put in this post. And then at the end, you'll get the recipe for how to mix it all together and spit out something that's really juicy and compelling. But most importantly, you'll have my eyeballs on your messaging. So when I talk about this concept, you're going to have the opportunity to play with it and then you'll have the opportunity for me to go mm, what if you said it like this mm. and that that sometimes is all the difference between your oh. messaging being kind of meh to being like oh holy shit like i need i need that right <clears throat> my goal is to want to buy all of my clients work <laughs> mm. and that's often the case like i help my clients to make their stuff sound so juicy that i want to buy it right
1: Love it. So if you're watching on Facebook, just comment bootcamp down below. Me or Melinda will get the info over to you. I'm going to do that myself. You've sold me. So <laughs> I'm going to go into that bootcamp. If you're listening on the podcast, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, hey, Melinda, that's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. We've got exactly two minutes left. So in that last two minutes, is there anything um, I should have asked you but forgot to, or is there anything you want to finish this off with?
0: I, I just think... The most important thing to remember is that there are so many shiny objects out there that are calling for your attention as a course creator. But if if I ask you the question, so tell me why I would want your course, mm. if you don't know how to answer that in a way that you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.